This week in Wishful Booking, Vince McMahon rebooks David vs. Goliath. <laughs> rebooked it and retold it. Well, yeah, I mean, he rebooks the outcome, rebooks the finish. A lot of religion this week, if you notice. Now that you mention it. Rhonda's a comment of Sasha washing her feet with her hair. <laughs> yeah. Very strange. Yeah, very strange. Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a box. Let me get this straight. Go ahead. When you're telling these little stories, have a point. Hello and welcome to Wishful Booking. My name is Liam McNulty. I'm joined by Jimmy Moorcraft. What's going on? Hello. Oh, a whole lot. The WrestleMania is going on. Is it? Or the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, the road to WrestleMania is around the corner. That's pretty crazy, actually, to think yeah. about that. Yeah. It's literally insane. Well, I mean, it is. It's the calendar, basically, but... You know. Well, yes, the calendar moves very quick. Yeah, it does. Uh, and the Rumble's shaping up this year. The Rumble is looking like it could be a really good show. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Aside from one match in particular that we'll get to on the SmackDown side, that's unnecessary. But yeah, great. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, same here. Same here. So who do you think's going to win the Rumble? Or the Rumbles? <laughs> uh, both of them? Both of them, yeah. Um, unfortunately, I think Strowman's winning the men's. Really? After this past week, yeah. Oh wow! I think they okay. wanted to think it. I think they wanted to think it's Seth or Drew, but I just don't think it's going to be either of them now. Um, hmm. And I think the women's rumble is either Becky or Charlotte. But not both. Um, I could be both. I'm really afraid of how they would book that because it would just seem so like, really, guys. Like they'd have to do it in a, in, in a in a good way. I mean, the last time we saw a double winner was 14 years ago, so it's not like we see it all the time. But it's just so convenient for what what story they've been telling for like several months that you know I'm big on my believability with the Rumble and the fact that it's mostly random and I'm a numbers guy so that would just feel a little you know I yeah. want to see that match so I wouldn't mind it but you know I'm getting out of just be like really like all right okay well so, yeah we'll, yes, we'll, I think it's possible absolutely okay so I guess we'll get there when we start talking about uh, the women's Rumble specifically unless you want to just do that yeah. now I'm going whatever whatever you want to do. Now. All right. Um, Lead the way. Yeah, let's do that now then. Okay. Um, I was, you know, we were talking last week. I was saying I think Ronda Rousey uh, might enter the Rumble and win it. I'm thinking that a lot less so this week. And uh, I, Why? I, uh, that's a good question. SmackDown, really. Charlotte and Becky. Just, I, I feel like one of them is going to be winning the Rumble. Or both. Or, uh, yeah, yeah I, I do think it, it could be. I, I don't know. Because I don't, I, I don't think Charlotte should win it, but I guess I got the strongest impression the way she was talking. And and based on you know the fact that she's just in the rumble and not like also in a title match, that right. But I don't think that should happen, so I'm biased, you know. Well, I don't think it should happen either. I think it'd be. I mean, it's Charlotte Flair, so it, I we think that she's going to win a rumble feel. eventually, right? At some point right. in her career, uh-huh. uh, it would just feel a little, I don't know, uh, not lackluster, and climatic of a her. No, definitely. Um, but I think you can get to the triple threat because I, I really do think that's where they're going now. Oh yeah, me too. That's, I don't, I don't think Becky and Ronda's going to be a single match at Mania. Like it should. Um, yeah, yeah, I was thinking that too. I mean, Charlotte and Asuka is still a possibility, especially based on the opening of SmackDown, uh, even though her and Asuka didn't interact one-on-one, but she was still there with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I think Charlotte and Becky is, is the safe bet. Yeah, then I think we're about in agreement. I think it's almost certainly going to be a triple threat. Do you think it'll main event Mania at this point? That's a good question, because I think everyone's expecting it to. I'm, like, 80% sure that it will. But I 
Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm like 70, 80% sure that it will. Yeah, yeah. Because they're, they're, you know, main events now to them are like not really the last match in the card. You mean the last match in the card. Well, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, we, yeah, that's the, the most important match on the card is the last one, always. For Mania. Yeah, no, I agree with you, but they're saying that, and they said this week in particular that the winner of the Women's Rumble is also main eventing WrestleMania, and we know that in the past few years there's been this multiple main events of WrestleMania kind of thing. Well, that's what they said. Shinsuke and AJ went on almost, like, not even halfway through the card last year, and that was considered a quote-unquote main event. Exactly. So they may think that it's quote-unquote main eventing, but you and I want it to be the last match. Right, right. Um, so yeah, that's I'm iffy on. Asuka won the Royal Rumble last year, the first ever women's Royal Rumble, and she wound up being in the second match on the card, technically. Well, actually. Yeah, I don't know if they... I feel like they, didn't, they weren't as heavy-handed with the whole main event thing for the women's Rumble last year. I think it was more of the historic nature of the first women's Rumble in general. Mm-hmm. But this, this week in particular, I heard main event for the women's Rumble more than I had any other week, so... That could just be Vince making it feel important, but not actually having the balls to put it on last. Yeah, or know? or it could actually speak to you know the more you know maybe it'll main event. Yeah, no, I yeah no, I think I think that the, the, the possibility is stronger this year than ever, obviously. But I, I I don't know with Brock in the card, it's hard to bet against that. Yeah, espe- yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, really either way, if it's Seth and Brock or Braun and Brock. Which I know what you mean about Braun and Brock would be awful. Yes, at the last match in the card. Well, yeah, but you could see it happening. Right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Unfortunately, Unfortunately yeah. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yeah, exactly. Uh, so then yeah. I guess... But yeah, who else... What other surprises do you expect for the Women's Royal Rumble? <laughs> Don't mean to put you on the spot. Uh, in terms of returning women, I can see... Yeah. Uh, Victoria oh. being in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to act like... We, we talked about this a little bit off air, but yeah, that yeah. would be a great suggestion. I know that there yeah. are some... Um, <laughs> Did you want to talk about that whole thing? Uh, very, very, very briefly. Famous last words. Uh, what Culture put out an article recently about uh, surprise rumble entrance and Victoria was on the list, but yes. I had noticed last week on SmackDown during Andrade and Ray, that yeah. was the most recent week, the last, last week, um, I noticed someone in the front row with the Victoria for Hall of Fame sign. It was a very generic sign, uh, black ink. The person holding the sign didn't necessarily seem like they would necessarily be advocating for that um and i know that vince has planted signs before in the audience you mean besides you mean besides the sign that said it like what do you what do you mean what do you mean didn't seem like they would be advocating for that um well because i'm trying to get at the fact that it seemed planted oh okay 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 yeah and reports have confirmed that at evolution they were handing out women's tag team title signs in the crowd and i'm sure that when elimination chamber comes that they're going to be showing the video package to make it seem like you know, Vince is giving us what we want, which women's tag team titles are something that has been wanted, but now that I think he planned on doing it, he made it seem like it's something he's doing for the fans, especially right. in this new McMahon, McMahon regime that they're doing, that whole story. Yeah, he, um, he literally dressed up as Santa Claus and announced it, so those are both going to be in the video package, obviously, before the Elimination yeah. Chamber match and probably the, the women's tag title match at Mania, assuming there is one. Yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. So... I, I think I'm definitely going off the limb. I'm not saying it's definite, but it just, I don't know. I feel like it's Royal Rumble season, it's Mania season, Hall of Fame season. Um, there needs to be a woman inducted. And part of me feels as though maybe Victoria is going to be going in this year, and that was like another odd plant. I mean, granted, she was a multiple-time women's champion. She was uh, fairly well-known. She was in, like, the Jazz Tristratus era of, like, 
you know, actual decent women's wrestling at the time before it went to shit. Mm-hmm. So there could absolutely be someone who actually wants to in the whole thing. And that could have been real. But uh, Hang on a second. You think it's more likely that Vince McMahon planted a sign in the audience than that one person in one town wants her in the Hall of Fame? Uh, I think it's like 50-50. I just know that he's done something like that before. Okay. Right, but... R- With right, but the women, specifically. What I was getting at sure. a second ago, though, is... is no offense to Victoria, really, or any one person. Like, it's hard to see him doing that, especially with you would want her entry in the Rumble to be as much of a surprise as possible. So, you know, if I were him, I would have, yeah, no. you know, I would have preferred that there not be any signs. I don't, I don't want her in anyone's mind. I want it to be a surprise, and then she can, you know, she can get booed or get, you know, not get booed, but get a big pop or not based on the merit of how well people remember her. You know. Well, if Kelly, if, if Kelly Kelly got a, a good pop, I'm, I'm fairly certain Victoria yeah, will. Um, I don't mean to question that she would. I'm just saying that's how. Uh, no, I out. agree with you. I, I I would have also rather it to be a surprise, and I think I'm probably just connecting dots that shouldn't be connected. Um, well, but it's we further here. fueled because Victoria announced that she's retiring from in-ring competition this year. So I just feel like when you look at a lot of the factors that you said, my my thought isn't that crazy, although it probably isn't right. That's subjective. It's just something that I thought of, and then the whole retirement thing, and then, you know, what culture also kind of picked up on the retirement, connecting that with how, if she's going to be in the Rumble, this is the year to be in it, and I can see her being in the Rumble and then being inducted into the whole thing. That's all. Okay. And if she does, maybe Fair it's enough. totally coincidental. Um, yeah. But I do think and that she's a possible person. Yeah. You said she's an honorable, honorable person, right? They're a probable person to be oh, like probable, uh, like yeah. a like a old time to come back for the rumble. Okay. Well, I heard horrible person, need, so I just wanted to clear it up. <laughs> they don't need as many as they needed last year because there's about 23 women in it right now, not including Tony Storm, who I think will be in it, uh, Shayna Baszler, who I think will be in it. That's 25. Um, That's maybe how you say like it? another from Baszler. Is it Baszler? Shayna Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler. I mean, I, they Baszler. always say Baszler. Yeah. Okay. Shayna Baszler, Tony Storm, make the 25. Um, oh, wow. Who else would you... So, Victoria, then, 26, who else would you put in there? Uh, Melina. I see yes, she's around. Okay. You think Trish Stratus and Lita be in there? Um, I don't know if they'll both be in it. I feel like one or the other will be. I know who I'd put in. <laughs> Same. But it's also probable that they do both come back. It's just that I don't know if... I don't know. It, it depends on if they're looking for a lot of surprises. Someone I would love to see come back is Karma, but with her, you know, she's on Glow right now, which is huge. I don't know if she'll be competing because of that, if her contractual status is anything in terms of in-ring competition. Um, yeah, that's not really, that's not competition, right? Or is it? I don't even know. Uh, well, it, that's, it, that's up to, the, to Netflix, you know, the studio that makes the show, if they would want her to be physical. Right. Um, it's not competition she also doesn't look. Sense. Sorry, go ahead. She also doesn't look like, she doesn't look like how she used to look. She's a lot thinner and slimmer. Oh, and really? maybe less menacing, you could argue. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when you say that, just because yeah. part of her appeal so, as, a, as a wrestler. What set her right. apart, anyway? Yeah. Um, someone else I thought of who came back in the Mae Young Classic, Caitlin, and then they never signed her. I don't know if that was just a one-off. She performed pretty well. Um, I think she got to the second round. She wasn't a huge, huge deal, but she was also right at the era of, like, 
like a little before the evolution occurred. Um, she was pretty decent in the ring. She was pretty over with with the fan base. Yeah, um, totally. That's someone who I, you know, I'm not clamoring to see, but I could see that being a thing based on her May Young Classic participation. Mm-hmm. And she looked great. Um, yeah. How about you? Um, Do you have anyone yeah, like no. that I haven't said? Um, I mean, maybe Jazz. Is that a possibility? Oh, my God. It's funny. About a few months ago, I was looking to see if she's still actively competing, and she is. Um, oh really? Oh, there you I go. I would love. I would love. I, I would love that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I liked her a lot. Yeah. Um, Beth Phoenix won't be in it this year. She's calling the match. Oh really? Um, yeah, I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, they they like released this thing like who's calling what matches as if it's like this honor to call the matches. It's, it was kind of strange. They announced he's going to be on the kickoff panel. They announced he's going to be calling every like every match. They announced uh, on the app. Oh, as wow. if it was like its own story. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah. But Renee Young, Beth Phoenix, Michael Cole, and Corey Graves, I believe, are calling the Women's Rumble. I mean, I literally have it right there, too. It's really important at all. But yeah, Beth Phoenix won't be in the Women's Rumble this year, is what I'm trying to say. Unless they do something like they did with JBL that one year, but I don't really think they would do that. Um, oh, yeah, where he, yeah, he just takes up an entry, basically, for nothing? Yeah, I don't, I don't really see that being a thing. Or need, it, need to be a thing. Um, also, um, yeah, here's hoping. Yeah, and then uh, the men's rumble being called by Michael Cole, Corey Graves, JBL, and the King. Oh wow! So that's why. So I guess because King was on uh, SmackDown last week, or he was on something, right? Raw or something. Well, he was on Raw because they were in Memphis. Right. That's right. Really briefly yeah. backstage. Yeah, very briefly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's probably if there's only room for seven unannounced people, which is actually a lot when you think about it because I thought Alexa Bliss would be a surprise but we know that she'll be in it right, from the death draw. right that got a big pop um, Lacey Evans is confirmed she's in that 23 count okay yeah so it's exciting to know what 7 will be I definitely think you're not too off for the UK and the NXT Women's Champions yeah so 5 yeah, there'll be 5 five unannounced people mm-hmm. so um, that's always exciting to see Definitely. So no. What do you think going to be one and two? I was thinking. For some reason, I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking. Could Charlotte be that this year? Oh no, that was really. I mean, she can heal. So I guess if she gets booed, it won't be like a Roman Reigns kind of thing where she's getting booed because she's getting shoved down her throat. So it'll be part of the story that they're telling. Yeah. Why? Who? Um, I can see that. Um, well, I didn't. I don't have anyone based on like storytelling or what they've been telling me. It's just what you know, wishful booking. I would do Ember Moon and Bailey as one and two. Oh, really? Why, yeah, because I think why, that there's two people. Um, there's two people who haven't really had a lot of spotlight. Um, their stories have been really on Oscar, Becky, Charlotte, Ronda, a little bit on Sasha currently. Um, I think Bailey, especially, uh, has an incredible underdog character always, oh, and yes. she's been kind of on, and, and you know, not in the spotlight. She was also really, really late last year. She was like. 27 or 28, I believe. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Ember Moon is someone else who I think is waiting to break out, but they haven't been able to. And it's like the Rumble is a really easy way to do that by putting them in early and having a good showing. And I think those two have the uh, fan support, and they could maybe build on it going forward as something to look back on, that they performed well in the Rumble. Definitely, definitely. That could be sick. I, I had a feeling you were going to say Ember Moon. Sure. Really? Yeah, yeah. Would you say they have... Uh, other options? Yeah, like, I'm not saying, like, there's, I'm sure, other ar- arguments can be made for people who, you know, like, someone like Lacey Evans, who is new, I wouldn't mind seeing come early, if, you know, stay long. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know about that. Well, maybe because I was thinking I don't really know what she can do, but maybe that would be a good reason to do that. <laughs> if she could, you know, if, if, unless it wouldn't be, you know, unless it would be too much too soon. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not that familiar with her. And then we know who number 30 will be Carmella. Well, yeah. Number 30, will, number 30 will be Carmella, but do we think that that's how Becky enters the Rumble? Oh, by taking out Carmella? Yeah, and would that make her, would that, well, that, no, the fans are going to cheer her regardless. And Carmella is a face, but not over enough for the fans to hate that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, that's a good question. Maybe, maybe if she doesn't win the women's, the SmackDown women's title match, or even if she does, she could just enter it, you know, as a number. And, you know, that just takes up one of the spots that we don't know. Like, there wouldn't be, you know, you don't have to really create the question of how she's able to do it. Fucking Roman did it two years ago. Well, I was just going to say that they've done it that before, and it makes you wonder how, you know, how did that conversation happen behind the scenes? Like, does the superstar go to the, in this case, one of the five McMahons running the both shows and say, I won in the Rumble, and then we're supposed to assume that, you know, the Rumble entrants aren't finalized until that, the very hour before... Like they've done that before. You're yeah. supposed to suspend disbelief. I think we're just we're not supposed what? to we're not supposed to assume anything. We're just not supposed to think about it. Don't worry about it. Probably yeah. She's there now. You know how you didn't expect her to be in it? Well she's in it now, so and even if she has the title it'll be even more surprising. And create more questions in your head if you think about it, which again, you shouldn't. Apparently. Not that you know, it's not my opinion, that's theirs, the implied opinion. Yeah, I don't, um, I definitely don't think Becky is winning and then being in it. Well, I don't agree with that decision. That's where the whole Ronda thing came from. All that, that rambling nonsense from last week. Oh, I know. <laughs> don't feel the need to disagree with that or anything. Um, <laughs> so I guess we'll talk about the men's rumble now, or? Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Definitely. Cool. So the men's rumble match is happening, and there are a lot of. How many people are announced for it? Do you know offhand? I believe it is twenty-one, but I can also find out within like forty-five seconds. Yeah, I mean it's not a big deal. By the way, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles are on the poster for this thing. By the way, I found that very weird. What do you mean? Let me scroll up and see if I can uh, see if I have that poster. I don't know. I just Go. don't really think that match. I mean, that match has been done so many times. Like, well, why is that? Like, why isn't? Oh, I don't know. Well, they may, I feel I like it's know, the most important the, the most important match is the one that's going to happen at the Rumble. You don't feel that way? Like, I feel like they did a good job this week on TV of no. making it feel important. Like, the past couple weeks on TV, because the, they built in, they've involved McMahon in the story, and they and we were surprised when AJ Styles rewon the thing, and they've done, you know, between then and now, I feel like they've done a good job of making it feel more important than it ever has, which, I guess, for me, overcompensates for the fact that it's happening for the umpteen time. There are 20 men announced for the men's rumble. Oh, wow. It felt like more. 20, including John Cena, who is questionable, apparently, because of the gym. Right. Right. Oh, I heard it happened last week on Raw. Or both. Or both, yeah. Yeah, the press release for that was ridiculous. He he injured himself at the gym is what happened, clearly. Um, Yeah. So... Well, there there are are, uh, reports saying that it's in the storyline, apparently. That he's not actually injured. Oh, that's what you mean by in storyline. Okay, thanks. Um, I mean, it could be. I, you know, what, what? I don't know. Do you see a match on the horizon that isn't him versus Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania? Besides what we've already talked about. I mean, I don't. I, I really hope he doesn't win another fucking Rumble. That would be ridiculous. Uh, no, I don't think he's gonna win. Apparently, the rumor match for him a while ago was him versus Lars Sullivan. But then that whole stuff with Lars Sullivan happened behind the scenes, so that match is right. up in the air now. So I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with him. 
Huh. I don't know what they know. Yeah, yeah. You get that impression. Um, so talking about... There's a, there's a, real quick, there's a report saying that he's filming a movie, like currently, and that they announced him for the Rumble to announce him, but that he never had plans to actually be in it. <laughs> but what would be the point of that? Yeah, that's a good question. Isn't that weird? Just something I read today. Yeah, especially the order of it. Like, why would you... I mean, if you're gonna do that, just say after the fact that he injured himself. Like, don't say a week before the Rumble that he injured himself at the gym. Because then it feels like, why would you have... You mean if that was part of the plan, going into right. it? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense why you would do it in that order. Yeah, agree. Yeah. Um, so the men's Rumble... I mean, Seth Rollins is going to win it. Who? What surprises really could there be? We've already kind of touched on this in past weeks. Um, what would you say? Seth Rollins is going to win it? Seth Rollins or or Braun Strowman? Yeah, I mean, like we already talked, we already kind of you know talked about that a little bit. Yes, although I think TV this week kind of helped inform that a little more, um, particularly with Braun Strowman saying, "I'm going to be on the other end of the Universal Championship match, and I will find my way back into the title picture." Basically, but out of everyone else who just announces themselves for the Rumble, Braun didn't. So is he an idiot and doesn't know what's happening on Sunday, or like that? strike you at all the way he spoke on Monday he did like it, he, it struck me the way that they used Finn Balor versus Braun Strowman to kind of build the match at Royal Rumble but kind of more so to build a, a possible Brock versus Braun encounter in the future like that so I or, know a triple th- or a triple threat match that's not going to happen yeah no I don't think that's going to happen yeah do you think there's any chance Finn wins the title on Sunday um, 10%. Oh, wow. That's more than I thought you'd give it. Yeah, I could see, yeah. 10%. 10%. Not a lot, but there's always a chance. Um, he announced on ESPN that he will not be the demon. Really? And you believe him? Um, well, it was a pretty honest interview. He was saying how he didn't really know that this match was going to happen until when we found out. And that he has no, like, gear planned or no, like, gimmick. You know, I guess he thinks yeah. of the demon stuff well in advance. So, huh. uh, he said it's just going to be him. So, kind of. It wasn't, it wasn't okay. like a storyline interview. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, who knows? Things could change. I don't, I don't know. But that's just what happened on ESPN, which is a fairly wide-known, you know, yeah. news site. It's not like you can just get gear made quickly over the course of a couple of weeks, right? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know. I don't know if he said it should, like, throw a curveball at us or kind of make it, you know. Yeah. I don't think he should have said it because that was part of the anticipation for the match. But at least now, if you know, when he's not the demon, or if he's not the demon, he at least told us. Right. Right. You know? It's part of the anticipation for a match, but if he's ultimately not going to be it, it's just building to a letdown, which is never good. Right. Right. Um, so, yeah, so the men's rumble, I mean, Seth, Braun, what other possible winners could there be? Oh, and what surprises? Maybe Bad News Barrett? I mean, there's no real huge surprise that there could be, I feel like. Batista? Batista. Right, Batista. Um, Shawn Michaels? Oh, yeah, he could. That would be weird, but he could. I don't know why. Yeah, I, had, I mean, he easily could, obviously. Yeah, I had texted you about this. It's not going to happen. I wasn't going to say it, but it is what you'll look at. Please. Uh, well, I'm not even saying I would book it this way, but... <laughs> yeah, no. Shawn Michaels and Daniel Bryan have had, you know, history through storylines and, right. and real life, and um, it would be pretty crazy for Shawn Michaels to win and fight Bryan for the title at WrestleMania. Not going to happen. That would but, be, yeah, that would be really crazy. Uh, or AJ, which I would rather more, which is a match that has also been, you know, fantasized about. Yeah. I'd actually rather Sean versus AJ, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, so would I, but not really a bald Sean in pants, you know? Not for the title. Call me old-fashioned. Like, it's just, you know, there's no way to do the match the way I would want to see it, is what I'm trying to say. Unless we had a time yeah. machine. 
So, um, but yeah, who else? I mean, really, maybe McIntyre is an outside third possibility of winning the match, right? Um, yeah, but he's been so foolish that I just don't see them doing him and Brock. At least right now. Well, yeah, but if Finn would... Well, no, yeah, never mind. That's just and not, not I really don't right want Seth and Finn, too. I, I don't think a match that we've seen should be done again at WrestleMania. I'm, I'm a big old-fashioned guy when I like to see my... I want the mini matches to feel mostly fresh. Yeah, yeah. And Seth and Brock is a very fresh match. Totally. Despite it being done one other time, one-on-one. That well, has no finish, which yeah, makes it fresh. It was more so teased than it was done back then, in my opinion. Right. And also, um... Yeah. Oh, oh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. I mean, maybe not Sami Zayn, but Kev, or I mean, either one really could show up in the Rumble. Surprises. I'm kind of yeah. going back and forth between talking about surprises and talking about uh, Seth and Braun. So, getting back to Seth or Braun being one of the two winners. I know what you're saying about Braun, but did you not also get the impression from what Seth said? Granted, that could just be a misdirect. So could the Braun thing. What did Seth say that was a misdirect? I don't, I don't. Really oh, you don't. Right. Well, on Raw, he. He was talking like as if he was going to win it. He was talking about how wrestling is in his blood, you know, and in his soul, and how he he's, I don't know. He was just talking like a guy that seems like he could win the rumble to me. Combined with the fact that it's yeah, I mean, well, you want people who are going to be in it to be confident and make it, you know, you know what I mean. You think that's how it was? Should be saying those things. Um, uh, I'm not sure. I don't think anyone is like yeah, certain he's winning it. Well, clearly not, no. But after Raw, who do you think is more likely, Braun or Seth? You f- it sounds like you feel maybe Braun is more likely. I think Braun is more likely by the way that Braun was speaking, and I feel like they wrote him to not actually say he'll be in the Rumble. So when he's in the Rumble, it's this big surprise, and then when he wins, it's like, oh, who would have saw that coming? But, like, everyone saw it coming. So yeah. that's kind of... What about, that. like, um, the, uh, Samoa Joe, Mustafa Ali... Am I jumping ahead too much? Definitely not Mustafa Ali. Um, Samoa Joe, I like what they did with him on SmackDown. I think that you should you should have at least a few guys on each brand who are threats um, to win. But they're, they've done Joe Brock. Um, they've done Joe Finn. Um, Joe Daniel would be weird, and Joe AJ they've done. So I keep looking at that. Um, I don't think the title will change at a... Uh, well, there's technically two pay-per-views. There's Elimination Chamber and then Fastlane. Yeah. But Elimination Chamber, they might just have the, the chamber to determine the other title contender. Which right. will most likely be for the WWE Championship. Yeah. Because I, I think a Raw guy is winning. The Rumble, clearly. The Rumble, yeah. Yeah. Um, Mustafa Ali, no, it's too soon for him. No, I totally agree. I'm uh, just thinking of other people that could win him. Like, I'm not could Rey win him. Just other people have teased at something. Yeah, Rey Mysterio is another one. Go ahead. Yeah, but again, he's someone who I could see winning the Chamber next month to face Daniel at WrestleMania, and that's the SmackDown WWE title match, too. Do you think that's the most likely WWE title match for SmackDown? Um, I don't want to say the most likely. I think it's the one that I'd like to see the most, because we haven't seen it yet since he's returned, and it's like a pure baby face against a pure heel, and yeah. I think it'd be a great match. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and it's the match that I would book if I were them. Okay. Too. Yeah. Um, Andrade, they're making look good, but I don't think he's going to win. I would put him in at number one, though. That, that's my number one entry. Yeah. Okay. And then would you have yeah. would you have Mysterio in there early too? Um. Because you know they've been feuding, and you leave it up in the air the way they did on Tuesday. I, 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 I mean, I have them interact. interact. In yeah. I have them interact in the match. I don't know if I have them like number two. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 Not number two, but early enough where Andrade's doing good, and then Ray shows up. Something like that. I would do Andrade number one, Seth number two. 
Oh, that would be awesome to start it. Really? So you would have... So what, is Braun winning in that scenario? Or if Seth's going to win, you say, have him go to the distance? Wishfully, wishfully, I would have Seth win in that situation. Wow. Yeah. Why not just have um, him start at number one if you're going to have him start at number two is what I always think yeah, in that scenario. I was just thinking that in my head, too. Um, and I know you were saying that, you know, Seth isn't necessarily super, super, super over, and I think a good performance will kind of stamp his credibility in deserving the match, even yeah. though I think he more than deserves it already. But if you know, anyone else doesn't think that, <laughs> then that would kind of really put the foot down on that. Yeah, I'll be honest. I think I've come around. Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar is probably what I would do. Because I had talked about maybe doing Seth Rollins, having him win the Rumble, and then go against AJ or Brian or AJ and Brian in a triple threat. But there's no getting around the fact that in that scenario, it would look like he is, you know, dodging Brock Lesnar for the obvious reason right. that you would dodge Brock Lesnar. Um, and he's been bringing him up for like the past several months randomly. Yeah, yeah. And also, Ew. if they book it right, it could be a really good match, a really solid title win for Seth. And it's a match I want to see. Honestly. It sounds like I'm not even as down on the possibility of Braun and Brock as you are. Like, I don't think that would... Oh, I'm, you know, I'm down on it. I know, I can hear it. I'm I can hear it in it. your voice. Very yeah. New. Um, but I'm not as down on it, because that's another thing where they've kind of been telling the story, and I like the idea that it would be a surprise from what a lot of people are expecting, but it would still make sense to me. And you would, you're not, I think you're discounting the fact that in that scenario, Braun has to fucking win at Mania, and then you finally pull the trigger on the Braun title run, which... You know, like I said, he's he's losing credibility by the week that he, he's a monster and he had all these things working in his favor and he doesn't have the title, in my opinion. I mean, I had the argument for Braun that I feel like you had with Seth a few months ago when I brought up Seth winning the Rumble, is that he's just, he's catapulted so far down. I, I don't really think him and Brock can get, like, a good match out of each other. Um, See, I think they could. I don't know, and I think after the 1F5 and then even with Corbin, that was a weak attack for Braun to lose. It was a cheap way to protect him. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, think, I think it would be a disservice to Seth Rollins to put Braun in that spot. Okay. I think Seth has Fair been enough. performing in every in, in every conceivable way, promo wise, technically. Uh, um, and I don't know. You have the built-in Roman stuff, which I don't know if they'll bring up or not. But yeah. they can do it in a not so heavy-handed way. And also, Braun's an idiot. I feel. I yeah, also feel like he's based on his character motivation and what they've been writing him to do. Um, you know, I you don't know disagree why with he that. deserves to face. Yeah, you, like, why should he chase Brock and Mania if he's throwing his arms up in the air after flipping the limo and getting that opportunity ripped away from him? Like, he shouldn't get that match, but at the biggest show of the year now, fuck you. Yeah, just based solely on the fact that he's so stupid that he doesn't know that he can't just reattach a door to a car right after he's ripped it off without any tools. Just based on that alone, you're too stupid. I know it was played for laughs, but the fact remains, you know, you have to have more IQ points to ride that ride. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> And then not entering the, the rumble right away, like, okay, well, the match was stripped, so now I'm going to go in the big battle world that we're all talking about for the past five weeks, and then face Brock. Hmm. Like, he's an idiot for not saying that, too. Yeah, well, I mean, not so much if he, if he does it, if he shows up in it and hadn't talked about it, it's like he surprised everybody, you know? Because that's what I was thinking. Like, what would you keep him out of the Rumble? Because that's a big thing to overcome, having to just figure out a way to get him out of the Rumble. Um, well, they could do, they could have someone else throw him out. They could have a lot of people throw him out. Um, yeah, you would have to have him eat a couple finishers and then have, like, Rollins or somebody. Because that's what you would do if Rollins was winning the Rumble. In fact, he would probably be one, you, one of the last guys I would have him. Sorry, go ahead. Or you could have Braun start early and make people think that he's going to win and have him get thrown out late. Make him the Iron Man True. if you want. 
True. That's a good call. Have him hang in it for a while and uh, just toss people around like we know he can. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good call. And this way he doesn't lose too much, even though he does. he's not going to win the Rumble. Right. What do you do with him in Mania, though? Like, I know, um, I know I'm, you know, Brock Lesnar versus Braun isn't the best match for the Universal title for Brock. It's definitely not the best match to main event Mania. But I think it's the best match that Braun could possibly have. Well, I mean, even if you take the title out of it. Like, Brock is the best match that Braun could have at Mania. You know what I mean? Like, for his sake. If he won, I guess. I mean, I don't know what's happening with Lars, but I think there's enough time to book Lars and to introduce him to have a Braun versus Lars match. Like, an eight-minute hot fight at WrestleMania. And what, have Braun go over? Um, that's a good question. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, I could see, uh... That doing something for Lars even in defeat if they have the build up if he if he seems like he's enough of a threat to Braun at least because Braun could use a big win at WrestleMania like a big singles win you know yes absolutely could so uh, who's your fi- um, who's your final four in the Rumble men's um Seth I'd love to have Seth and Andrade last to the final four from the, from one and two that'd be pretty amazing yeah that would be awesome. Well, is this wishfully or like what I actually Yeah, wishfully. Seth and Andrade lasting the whole thing I think is wishful. So we've already started technically. So yeah, wishfully and then what you oh. actually think's going to happen, I guess. Wishfully I would do Seth. Yeah. Andrade. Right. Ricochet. <laughs> yeah, why not? And oh, It's already not going to happen. Go ahead. Uh Drew McIntyre. Okay. And Braun's already out by that point. Braun's out. Yeah. Okay, so um, you, yeah, go ahead. No, I was trying to think of what are the, what's the more realistic options, but I guess Braun instead of Ricochet, probably. Yeah, that does sound more realistic. So who else, what's your other NXT guy you would have in there? Uh, Pete Dunne. Okay, wow. So just Pete Dunne and Ricochet would be your two? If they're doing two, um, well, if we're going on the whole, like, champion thing, which I think should be, like, a tradition almost, that every champion of every brand should be in it. Well, um, I would do. I know what you mean. Uh, Tommaso and Tommaso. Pete Dunn. Yeah. Okay. If there's only two, if there's only two that I have to pick. Okay. So then, pick. what about if there's more? Who else would you want in there? Uh, I think there's a chance for Alistair to be in it. That's who I was thinking. I'd Alistair. To, yeah. Go ahead. I'd love to see Velveteen Dream, but I don't think I want him yet. I think I'm I'm very protective of him coming up, and I don't want it to happen yet. I don't think. Oh, really? Not in the Rumble? I think it could be really cool in the Rumble. No, it'd be amazing. I just, uh, yeah, I mean, if he has a good showing and he lasts a decent amount of time, yes. Well, yeah, of if course. If it's just for a pop and he gets thrown out quickly, no. He could be good in the Rumble if they give him at least the bare minimum to do that with, which would be, like you said, what you just said. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, thinking, I was thinking Aleister Black, uh, Dream, or Tommaso. Or even Gargano, I feel like, could be sick in the Rumble. I mean, obviously, you, don't think, uh, you know, of course he could. You don't think Dunn should be in it? I feel like he should be like a lock to be in it. I feel like he's, I mean, yeah, 600 no. plus days of champion and yeah, yeah, yeah. all no, that No, he stuff. could be in it. He definitely could be in it. And and that would be awesome. It's just, it's, there's so many great guys to pick from, you know? Yeah, definitely. But yeah, so I guess Dunn definitely to round out my five guys. Not that I would have five NXT guys in there. Buddy Murphy, oh no, he's going to be in a match that is not in the pre-show. Oh. They announced Rusev and Shinsuke for the pre-show. Um, oh, Wow. They talked about the Cruiserweight Championship match when they were talking about the kickoff show. They didn't actually say it was going to be on the kickoff, so I'm not sure about that. Huh, yeah, I'll have to try to check that out, even if it's on the kickoff. 
I'm interested in the Fatal 4-Way on a pay-per-view for the title. Yeah, I'm kind of nervous they're going to do a title change. I don't know why. To who? Well, I don't, that's why I'm nervous. I don't, th- I don't huh. think Kalisto should get it. Definitely Kalisto not. would be the one who I think they'd give it to, though. Oh, really? Because he's on Raw. Shit, that would suck. Yeah. Yeah. Today with Tani, you know, he's a good worker, but I don't. I don't really care about him being champion. Although Kira Tazawa does nothing for me. Yeah, um, definitely not. Same here. Yeah, no, Buddy should definitely retain. I just want to think about that going forward. Yeah, hopefully, I, I guess I agree with you. I mean, I could see Hideo being a decent cruiserweight champion, but... Um, moving on to the... Which match do you want to talk about next? Um, 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 let's talk about the SmackDown tag match so we can get it over with. Okay. Let's do that. Okay, do you still... What do you think's going to happen? You know what I think's going to happen. Um, well, I, I do, as much as I think it's a waste of everyone involved. People like Sanity Gals and Anderson are doing nothing for this. It's a shame. Um, oh, I, yeah. I did like the angle they ran on SmackDown. If they were going to do anything to drum up interest for the match. My issue is that if Shane and Miz win now, it's really going to make the bar look dumb because not only are they not a real tag team, is Shane not an active competitor, but they're now going to go into it injured. Yeah, yeah, based on what happened on Tuesday. That was weird. Why do you think they did that like that? I mean, I guess maybe I'm wrong. I, I, I mean, I guess they're going to lose, you think? Well, I'm hoping that they lose and then the Miz attacks Shane afterwards for losing and like all the frustrations of making his dad, you know, happy is comes to fruition and then that's what starts the mania program that no one really cares about and then the title stay on the bar that's the ideal wishful booking for me do you think there's any chance that happens the other way around with shane turning on miz um i guess there's a chance i just don't i just don't know why it would happen yeah i guess that was what i was really wondering is does that make you any more intrigued and it sounds like it doesn't no doesn't make you intrigued (laughs) no not really Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I like the idea of, you know, Miz and Shane, because it's a higher-than-average profile team for uh, SmackDown Tag Team Champions getting beat by, like, Sanity or something at WrestleMania. So that's, I guess, the only reason why I'm, like, pulling for that, slash I was thinking it could happen. No, that would be great. Um, but then, poor Bar. Yeah, but I mean, what, you know, I don't know. It's just, I almost feel that way anyway. Like, they're not really given anything to do, especially, like, you know? No, but I mean, at least they have the titles and they're still heading that division. That that always adds some level of something to them, if anything. Yeah, I just, you the know? titles don't feel as important to me with them as they, as the, you know, the idea of Miz and Shane being the champs, and that is what I feel bad for them about. But that's just my perception of it. Well, you think the titles would feel more important to Shane and Miz and champions? Are you kidding? You don't? <laughs> no. Why would a makeshift team with a guy who doesn't wrestle being SmackDown Tag Champion make that a did it make Braun and Nicholas make the Raw Tag Team titles look important? So you're comparing some kid. Kind of, so you're comparing yeah. some kid with Shane McMahon. Kind of, yeah, dude. I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying because I see it the same way. But that's just not who Shane is, and that's not how he's treated. He's treated more like a legend. Like that, well, he, he could be treated like that, but he's not. Right, but that's the way. It doesn't matter. That's the way they the way they treat him is everything because that's what we're talking about. What are they gonna do? I still can't believe that you don't see how the SmackDown tag titles would have a higher profile with Shane and Miz as champs. Of course they would. Then, then the average than they are with the Bar. Of course, the Bar are already four-time Raw tag team champions for like they've been. Dude, you're misinterpreting me. I think I'm not saying Miz and Shane are a better team than the Bar. Of course, that's not what I'm saying at all. 
Shane no, McMahon but I'm bringing just, up the fact that their five-time champion makes them credible SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Right. Just because there's no one that they're programming them with doesn't make the title seem less. But when was the last they, time they're not controlling the opponents? When was the last time that a story was told with the bar on a consistent basis, week in, week out? Where a story was told with them like they've been telling with the Miz and Shane. Well, but the intros. People just didn't really like to care about it that much because we saw the match several times. But the matches were great. The titles felt important. Those three teams were the division and no one really cared because the matches were consistently great. So you think that... And instead of, and instead of using Sanity and Gallows and Anderson, which could have further bolstered that division and told new stories, they went with this. So no, I don't think I'm, I'm going to budge on whatever whatever you're saying right now. I'm really so you're, not. You're comparing the rap battle between the, the Usos and the Barb to the story they've been telling with Shane and Miz? Seriously? Uh, and the New Day and Usos also had a rap battle, and that was one of the greatest tag team feuds in the past decade, so. Right, and that's not the rap battle we're talking about. We're talking about, you were talking about the Usos and the Bar feud, so I'm talking about that and rap then, battle that happened in that feud. That sucked. Okay, it, that was one week of a program. I don't think that bogs down an entire program between them. It the brings, it so brings down the average, I think, to the point where this Miz and Shane, they've been at least consistently oh. telling a story. Not that I like the players involved. What's the story? Showing what they're going to look like on an easel, putting Shane's b- b- body superimposed on the Miz? That makes the tag division credible? Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Come on. I don't even... I, I don't know how to explain to you, I guess, what I'm trying to say. Like, they... Yeah, I think that when you put somebody at the level, the perceived level of a Shane McMahon, think of the fact that his first match back in eight years was against The Undertaker. Think about that. Think of the pop he got yeah, his first night back. It was a huge pop. He was getting huge pops for a while. That is who I'm talking about. That that guy being one half of the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the perceived B-Show's Tag Team Champions. Yes, that's definitely a bigger deal, especially with the story they've been telling with The Miz who's not usually in the tag team scene. He's been a w- former WWE champion. You're the one out of, out of between the two of us that is usually singing the Miz's praises. Yes, I think that tag team definitely brings up the average importance of the perceived B-Show's tag team champions. Yes, definitely. Theoretically, I, I understand your argument, but logically, I do not, because they are not a legitimate tag team, and it hurts the entire division that there are other tag teams who have been a tag team for much longer who are sitting on the sidelines. Just because a guy has been around, what, so what if Shawn Michaels comes back and he wins the tag title with Shane, let's say, yes, they'll feel important. But that doesn't mean that that's what should be happening. I'm not saying it's what should be happening. That's what's, okay, so that's what's happening. We're having two different conversations. I'm just talking about the perceived importance of the perceived B-Show's tag team champions. That's what I'm talking about. I think it'd be, it'd be higher, okay. than, higher than average with Shane and Miz as champions than it, has, <laughs> than it usually is. That's all I think. I don't think it should happen, but it's where we are right now. I mean, to undo it at this point takes going all the way back to the World Cup, which I guess we're calling it in hindsight, not a bad decision. It goes all the way back to then, which happened like a while ago. So you have to you have to undo too much history. It, it's just easier at this point to put the titles on them and have a match that feels important for the perceived B-Show's Tag Team Champions at Mania where you put one of the newer teams that deserve to be put over over. That's what I'm trying to say. But I didn't expect to spend this much time talking about it. (laughs) Well, as we end this topic, it it still goes back to the first that I think the bar losing at first to Nicholas at last year's WrestleMania. And then this year at the Rumble leading to Mania against Shane and Miz after they were very dramatically injured and sold that very like they were killed would destroy the bar's credibility, I think. 
Yeah, unless Even they, if unless they book it right. Unless they book it right, I agree. I mean, it would, okay. you know, to a degree. But I, if they book it right, you know, it could soften the blow. Okay. Well, let's hope they do that then. Yeah. Like, you have, you know, you soften have Shane and Miz. Shane and Miz learn, right? Miz is a, a mischievous, mischievous, however you say it. Shane and Miz learn from what happened on Tuesday. They need a game plan going in. And so they're going to, you know, just think about the World Cup. Think about that whole... Miz hurt himself, Shane pulled in, they do something like that. You know, where, where one of them feigns injury and the bar thinks that they have the upper hand, so they, you know, they're uh, gloating or whatever, and then the Miz and Shane capitalize. Something like that. That that could be decent. Okay. And that was right off oh, the top of my I, head. So they, I, hopefully they have, you know, they have more time and hopefully smarter people, which, never mind. But, you know, they could hopefully come up with something better. I hope they do. Same. Uh, you know? so, what, what match you want to talk about next? The WWE Championship? Sure. I think Dana Bryan's going to win. I think it'll definitely be a great match. I hope that it's like five or six minutes shorter than last month's match. I don't know where AJ goes from here. I'm almost wondering if he's going to renew his contract. Yeah. I don't know if he feels like he's accomplished everything. I don't know. I don't have my, I mean, I... I the, the, the schedule is good. I, you know, this whole environment thing, Dana Bryan's been doing great with material that if you heard what was going to be the story, you would like run away that AJ and Daniel are being given this but Daniel made it work AJ's been showing good fire um I think Vince being there the whole AJ Vince thing wasn't paid off enough for me personally um I think that was still a random segment to do with AJ punching him I don't think they've done enough after to justify that um even with Vince being in the ring this week didn't really because now Vince is like on AJ's side it seems and was as you texted me seemed to be like you know Vince and AJ kind of trying to get Daniel in and then son AJ side in a way. Um Yeah, well well he was he was like he was healed Monday night but then he was like face Tuesday without even really addressing it somehow. Just based on his energy, yeah, based I mean, on the way he acted. Yeah, I don't think Vince is I think a lot of characters nowadays are beyond the heel face dynamic. But I think Vince is definitely one of them. Because Stephanie does some of stuff too. Um I think that it it works well enough. He's the boss of all these people, both in storyline and real life. Um I think that he has an ego enough that when someone's not listening to him, heel or face, he's going to get mad, and I think that's what happened. And I think Daniel said a lot of things that were true, but you have to also wonder, all right, well, what are you getting out of that? Because the crowd was almost like partially in agreement and kind of silent during that. So, I don't know. I think Daniel's doing great work, great promo skills. I love the character shit that he's having. Um, I've never been a big fan of his. I'm a fan of this character. I just don't know what we're getting out of the story. You know, saying that Vince is this consumer and owns everything and all the things that people kind of don't like Vince for. Yeah. Why a heel is saying them. Yeah. And how that contributes to the WWE Championship and also their feud. So, right. I don't know. I'm just kind of iffy on it. Okay. Well, I mean, I, you know, I'm just wondering what could they have done? Like, Because I, I agree with you, Daniel Bryan's probably going to retain the title at Royal Rumble. So, I mean, what else could they have done? Do you know? With Vince and AJ, I mean. Um, alright. I thought they were going to tell a story of Vince trying to turn AJ to the dark side, making him take shortcuts, or uh, having him sneak attack Daniel Bryan, or having you know having him do things that are out of character. Um, yeah. You know, they had Shane there that one week, and they didn't even talk about how AJ and Shane had history. I thought, I thought that was a missed opportunity. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I'm not saying I had this entire other story I would have done, but I just felt like it was just done for the shock value of it. Yeah, I think, I mean, in hindsight, it definitely seems like they didn't really have a plan going into the whole AJ punching Vince thing. Definitely not. And it ended on the cliffhanger, which made it seem like a pretty big deal, and then wasn't really active as a big deal the next week. Well, and yeah, I mean, 
I mean, except, you know, just AJ winning the contendership. You know, it's like you found I mean, his... Yeah, but I mean, there was four other people in that match. I mean, who would say he wouldn't have been in it if he punched Vince or not? Yeah, that's a good point. That's and he should have been in it, if anything. It's kind of like what they tried to do with Seth like a couple weeks ago. Like, to say that suddenly he has this fire that really he's had all along. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we texted about just how Vince was... You know, kind of dead earing what Daniel like. I liked what Daniel Bryan was saying, and you were texting me about how Daniel Bryan, like, you know, he's saying things that are technically true, and he really, it's a kind of a wonder that he's the the heel saying these things. But like, his energy is enough of a heel for me, where he's it's it works, and I liked that. Like, I texted you that Vince McMahon was like, just dead earing him, and like, just I, t- I said, get in the ring. I'm not going to ask again. Like, I, I like that a lot. I didn't not like it, but again, I don't know how it furthered the story of AJ and Daniel at the Rumble and the WWE Championship. That's all. Well, Daniel Bryan was refusing to get in the ring, and then AJ went out, and they and they fought a little bit. I mean, it's you know, it's one of the ways they build big matches, basically. Right, but I mean, everything Daniel said about Vince that we both agree are true, technically, and out of character for a heel to say. What did that contribute? It almost felt like Daniel just said that. In the moment, I don't think that was written for him. I don't think most of Daniel's stuff was written uh, for him. I think that no, they let him know. No, I think that they had a general idea of what was going to be said. I mean, I, I I don't know. I guess that's the assumption I'm acting under, and I kind of like the idea that Vince McMahon is willing to have that be said to his, like, not only on TV, but in the presence of his character. You know, because I guess he, re- he acknowledges that people feel that way about him. It's the same way I feel about, you know, the the Finn Balor with, like, the big guy thing. Like, I like that they were saying that last week. Like, he was questioning, like, oh, I don't know, because that's the way we think that he thinks, so it's like they're, he's finally admitting it, you know? I don't yeah, know. I'm okay. looking for signs of progress, I guess, and so that's, that's like, one thing, I, one small thing I've noticed that is uncharacteristic traditionally. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Um, the Raw Women's title match, you think there's no chance Sasha wins, huh? Uh, 3%. 3%, wow, okay. So more of a chance yeah. of him winning against Brock, okay. Obviously, for anyone who could do math. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead. I thought that what they did on Raw was good. I think that Ronda's promo was... Uh, Wade Keller shockingly liked it. Like, blew me away. Yeah, it was It was weird. Uh, it was weird. They. I mean, part of me feels like the character is that she's this, like, tries to be this diplomatic, I'm a fan, and I respect all the women who have been here before me, because if I don't, then I'll get booed, and I'll be like a Roman Reigns, so I have to act like I like them but when I get in the ring I know that I'm going to beat them down and then and then like I go from zero to a hundred I feel like that's the character which right. is okay and, and she backed it up in the ring which is the most important thing but I also don't know why they have to overthink it and why can't she act like she acted in the UFC during the weigh-ins or in interviews like I'm a badass I know it I'm here now I've trained I'm undefeated deal with it and I feel like they're afraid that would make her get booed but I don't think they should care about that and yeah. I think they do yeah, and that's kind of where where the issue with her character is. Um, yeah, they're too concerned with again, her. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Um, but again, because she's great in the ring, and it saves almost all of that for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, ju- I, I guess I just so. totally agree with you that she should act like that. There was already uh, an existing Ronda Rousey persona, and they kind of have been trying to slowly—not even slowly—they've changed it. And I don't like that. I think she should act how she always acted. I totally agree. It's what we've been saying. Basically. Yeah, and she's saying these like convoluted things about people washing hair with their feet. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's it's you know, um, Sasha's been good. Sasha's showed a fire I haven't seen, but she also hasn't been given the chance to show it because she's been in like a nothing program with Bailey that really hasn't advanced much in the past five or six months. 
Yeah. Um, I at first didn't really like that they were going to touch uh, that they wrestled each other until it was in the main event. They made it seem like a big deal. Um, you know, there was just there was enough that we saw that they could work together, and I'm still interested in seeing the match. Um, I was saying to you that it would have been cool to like for the first lockup to ever be at the Rumble. Yeah, I'm not any less excited about it because of that. Yeah, um, so there you go. And also, Ronda's technically not undefeated anymore. Yeah, after Monday, yeah. And they didn't even talk about it. Well, they want to downplay it. They're gonna obviously the first time she gets pinned is that's how they're gonna say it, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, I guess, you know, in singles competition, because I think Asuka even, uh, no, actually, I really don't think she did during her undefeated streak, to be honest. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, like that's like I said, that's how they're gonna, they're just gonna say, "Wow, she this is the first time she's ever lost in one on one competition." Yeah, at WrestleMania when um, she gets beat by Becky Lynch one on one. Sure, does she pass though? Uh honestly, I think Charlotte's gonna get beat by Becky in a triple threat at WrestleMania. To be honest, I don't think they're gonna commit. I don't think they're gonna commit. I mean, I would have Ronda Rousey tap. Yeah. Well, you could still have a Ronda Becky match, singles match, for like, I don't know. That could be the whole entire summer women's program if they really want. And to yeah, really, and you know, milk it. And should, yeah. Um, maybe summer looks like the summer main event is Becky Ronda. If they could somehow wait that long. Oh, okay. So you're saying maybe do have Becky uh, pin or make Charlotte tap out at WrestleMania and then this way you save it. For well, yeah, but that team. would mean that Ronda would have to drop. What? So then Becky would go to Raw. Uh, unless Ronda loses, because, like I was talking about last week. Well, you're saying that if it's, a, if it's a triple threat match, Becky and Charlotte, and then Becky will be the role Women's champion if it's a Ronda title. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. That would be weird. Yeah, I guess Becky would be on Raw. Well, yeah, so no, there's Becky no way they could wait till SummerSlam then for that match. Yeah, no, definitely not. Which they don't have to. They can still meet them like a yeah, backlash see, I or just, something. No offense to Charlotte, I still would do Becky versus Ronda one-on-one at Mania in the last match. Main event. I would too, and I would do Charlotte and Oscar too. Yeah, I'm, with you. I'm, I'm halfway with you. <laughs> yeah, we've already we've been um, on that road. Oscar and Becky. What, I don't know if we've actually tried our, tried our predictions though for that match. Yeah. Oh man, I really have a hard time with it, man. I Becky. I I don't know how Becky's gonna win. I can't. I'm sorry to Oscar, but I can't. Becky can't lose one on one right now. It kills oh, Becky versus Ronda. No, it does not. Yes, it does. She wins the rumble if no one, no one will be saying that on Monday morning. No one. It'll be thank you, Rhonda. It's announced. It's what people wanted. They can even say it's in the main event of WrestleMania. If they really want to fuck everyone over, they cannot put it in the last match, but they can think it's the last match. Because um, we won't know what the last, last match is, I think, until WrestleMania. Yeah, no. Safe assumption. Um, I, I don't. I, I disagree with that completely. Yeah, I'm getting that impression. But uh, it's a very weird situation. It'll be interesting to see how they go, what they do. And if they're able to balance everything, all the moving pieces. I think if Becky Oscar opens the rumble, Oscar's undoubtedly winning. Okay. And if it's, and any, and, and if it's anywhere else on the card, do you think Becky will win? No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I just think that you could book in you could book in the rumble with Becky, and I think it'll make her loss matter less. Actually, that she's bookending the shows, losing, but she's come back. She fought. She scrapped, which is her total character motivation and everything she's been saying, and she wins the rumble. Yeah, I don't think her again passing out to an Oscar lock, not giving up, would hurt her. I just don't. Yeah, people, you know, people would be saying, "Man, imagine how quickly Oscar could have won that rumble." 
you know, because Becky won it in however long she did. But imagine how much quicker Asuka could have won it, you know, because she's better. Cause she yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think people are going to be saying that. And Asuka <laughs> won the Rumble last year, so there's that, too. Yeah. She I'm won be, the I'm first be Rumble looking, Rumble. At, looking at those times. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone will be looking at those times. <laughs> Unless they come at the exact same number, then maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking that while I said it. Good point. Too shy. So Finn and Brock? Yeah, oh, yeah, I guess we did kind of talk about it. Yeah, um, I think uh, Brock is winning. Um, I think that I like the build on Monday. I thought it was way too long, but there was like a 35-minute total with the match with Strowman. Um... Yeah, Strowman was a big part of it. That was that was interesting to me. Well, I think he's going to be in the Rumble, and that was that was and win it possibly. Yeah, and that was kind of their way of making them fresh in their minds. By the way, not that you would, not that any listeners would know, because I didn't end up putting uh, most of what we recorded last week up. But I don't know if you remember, but I did say that last week. I did get that impression about Braun last week that he could win the Rumble and fight Brock at Mania. You did. Yeah, you don't remember that. I can corroborate. I can corroborate oh, that. Oh, you did. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I thought you were right. I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank um, you. I give Brock credit for, I mean, I feel like I keep saying this every time he bumps for someone, but I thought that he, you know, made Finn look good, really was flying around the outside. Um, why oh, wasn't yeah. that a disqualification when Brock gave him a belly to belly, though? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. I'm sure they're not thinking about that, but I undoubtedly was. Yeah. Um, I don't know... Because Daniel is like a technical wrestler, and AJ has such a wide moveset that I'm trying to see how the match will be booked, because I don't think I want to see it booked like the Daniel match, where Finn fights from underneath and then still loses. I hope they book it differently, but I don't know how. I mean, what does yeah. Finn have? The moves he could realistically do on Brock that are in his repertoire are the standing stop, the coup de gras, obviously, the, the, the sling blade, and the, and the missile drop kick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to look at, like... You know, Daniel has the running knee, and he has the yes block, and he's a technical wrestler, so he can make it out of things. AJ has everything he has. What? And I'm not trying to put Finn down, because Finn's a great wrestler. But yeah. I am wondering how that match is going to go, because there's only so much, so many moves Finn can give to get a near fall. Like, there'll be a coup de gras near fall, undoubtedly. Right. That'll be the big moment of the match. Brock's going to kick out, and... Maybe 1916, I'm thinking, or does he not really do that in WWE? Uh, can he do that? Does that look weird? I feel like that requires a lot of, like... Something he doesn't have, it sounds like. No, I mean, I believe me, I, do, I don't not believe in Finn Balor. That's the storyline, I believe in Finn Balor. Um, but, no, he does do the 1916, and he did the Sunday Bloody Sunday against Jordan Devlin at NXT UK TakeOver. There you he, go. He, he took out all the stops. Yeah. But I do not, I... I I think he could do the 1916 to Brock. I think it's going to look awkward. He cannot do the Sunday Buddy Sunday to Brock. No. That yeah. requires Brock to, like, flip completely over and do, like, a brain buster. Oh, yeah, no, definitely not. Um, but, I mean, yeah. he's had good matches with big guys. So, I, you know, Kevin Owens, uh, Samoa Joe, like, he, you know. And Brock, no, I think we, it's going to be a sure good Brock match. wants to I'm work with him and have a good match with him. So, but I was just going to say, you know, I'll reserve. You were, you were complimenting Brock based on you know, how he interacted with Finn on Monday. I, I want to wait till Sunday, but I, I agree with you. Hopefully they're able to switch it up a little bit and do something different than what, you know, the classic small guy match that Brock has. Yeah, I, I only give him credit because I, I have a feeling he's going to probably bump for him on Sunday, too, and to do it on Monday to help Finn look strong leading into the match, which is what he needs. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't expecting them to get physical. Right. Right. That's all. Yeah, no, same here. I like that's why I, I like the way that whole thing was booked for that reason, because I wasn't expecting it. Um, so I guess we'll just talk about some random stuff from TV? Yeah, sure. Okay, what? 
Drew McIntyre and Rollins had a great match. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. They really, really had a good match. Really enjoyed it. How'd you, th- how'd you um, feel about the finish with the roll-up? I liked it. I thought I thought it was smart. I think it was a strong roll-up, too. Definitely, definitely it was. Yeah, it was just, it was a really, really good match. Yeah. And you know, um, McIntyre losing, it's one of his only losses. Yeah, it's his second loss, I think, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so EC3's new gimmick is that he's a mute stripper. Can you confirm or deny this? <laughs> I mean, based on all signs, I would say confirm, but, uh, it's, Okay. Know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I think they just, it's like a squeezing him in thing. You said he was going to be here, so... And we don't, we, we don't, we can't invest time to actually give him a match and a nice strong victory. So, I don't know. The way they're trending, maybe, the maybe next week. The video package was fine. Yeah, but they, to keep doing it is what you're saying? But at least it was his own video package. And like, it wasn't in, like, the conglomerate of the other ones they were doing. It was just his. And also... You know, I was okay with that. Coming soon. Coming. Is, isn't that also what you were saying, the stripper thing? Well, I don't mind the stripper thing. What I mind is the new stripper thing. Okay. You the stripper thing is more of a joke. I mean, that's based on the, the promo that I'm not going to really comment on. Yeah. But it's weird to me that I keep seeing him in the mirror talking to himself. He never did it in NXT. And then Dana Brooks talking to him, and he's, like, not responding. Yeah, it was bizarre. It was, it was weird. Very weird. Very bizarre. So I didn't think that was necessary. You know, whatever. Yeah. Um, rumors are EC3 versus Dean Ambrose for WrestleMania. I don't know why, but that's apparently a WrestleMania match that they're planning. Wow. Yeah, I guess maybe EC3 wins the IC title nine at a time, possibly. I don't know. So they're going to really it's debut. Just, they're going to debut the top one percent guy on the main event as a face, is what I get from that. Uh, yes, probably. That is so bizarre. Um, That's so fucking bizarre. Very. Don't get it. Um, Corbin versus Elias. They're just misusing Elias so much. Corbin, I don't understand. Elias saying, do we really need to see that again in reference to him and Corbin was brilliant and so true. Yeah. So thank you for speaking our minds, Elias. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're loosening um, up a little bit with what they're allowing people to say, I feel like. Yeah, definitely. Which is good. It's always a good thing. Um, let's talk about the moment of bliss this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Um, uh, I loved, I thought Alexa looked phenomenal. Um... Huh. Maybe you should let just let us know if you don't think she looks good in a given week. Ember, they have to figure out work with her for a new cadence for her speech because it's the only thing ruining her chances of making it as a top star. She's very like robotic. Yeah, I feel like she's just not comfortable. She was never no. Continue, because yeah. you're, you're right. Yeah, but I mean, also her gimmick isn't. I feel like doesn't really need to talk that much. You know. Exactly. Like keep it short and sweet. That's what she should be doing. Right. And then all the other women come out. Yeah. Um, it was a semi-unconventional way to do, like, a battle royal, you know, instead of everyone in the ring and someone throws them out, even though there's no battle royal happening currently. It was a little different. It goes to the backstage area. Apparently there's no producers back there at the moment. That's always funny when that happens. And then Alexa announces that she's going to be in it. I was not expecting that. I was really excited. And then Lacey Evans has her official debut. Yeah. Don't know if I like that it happened in this moment. I would have had Lacey come out when they were all brawling, have them all like look at her, have her announce that she's coming, and then if she gets in on the brawl, they roll to the back. Alexa is alone. She says she's going to be in the Rumble. I'm going to WrestleMania, and then the segment ends. I think it kind of took away from Alexa's spotlight, and I don't think they're turning her baby face, which makes it ineffective. They were turning her That's... baby face. Yeah. Then I could understand that Lacey Evans dealing with spotlight, okay, blah, blah, blah. But, I don't know, Alexa, people like her, and people wanted her to return. People were afraid that she wouldn't return. 
Yeah. And I feel like that moment was kind of, and I love Lacey Evans and almost all NXT people getting called up, but I don't hate the way it happened, but I just would have reworked the order of it. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I could see why you would say that. I liked it up until I thought, I definitely thought they were going to use that to turn Alexa babyface. Especially after she announced she would be in the Rumble, got a big pop, all the other stuff happened, and she kind of seemed like she was above the brawling, the way, you know, with what she said yeah. about that before it before it broke out, how, like, let's not let that happen, and then it happened. Um, Literally above them. Literally above them, too. She was yeah. standing on the chair, which I loved. But then, when Lacey Evans comes out, she's, like, way taller, and she runs her down about being short, and Alexa really just stands there looking sad, that was weird. That's the only thing I didn't like about it. Alexa should have just attacked her, I felt like, at that point. Yeah, I mean, I think Alexa should be a heel forever. I don't really want to see her as a babyface. Not that I don't think she'd be good, but I just love her as a heel so much. So don't even put her in the position to question it, is where I'm at with her. Yeah. And they put her in the position to question it. Yeah, they sure did. <laughs> Heavy Machinery had their official debut. It was fine. Um, yeah, you know, it was fine. Whatever. Yep, um, same. Revival versus Gable and uh, Rude with... Kurt Hawkins is a special guest referee. Um, I guess they're just really trying to let everyone who's not doing anything be special guest referees. This feels like Biggie Slater's storyline all over again, kind of-ish. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess not all over again, because Heath Slater was literally like demoted to a referee in that storyline, but still. Um, the whole revival narratives. Okay, so backstage they're talking to Vince McMahon. I was thinking, like, Wow, with the rumors of them going to AEW and they're unhappy, they're asking for the contracts. Like, and I saw them back, like backstage. That was in my mind. And then they posted an Instagram post saying, "Hey, Vinny, do you got a second? We have a request." Which I think like, Sasha Banks like tw- uh, commented on it um, with like a bunch of letters with like a fire emoji. Kind of, <laughs> she yeah. figured out what that was about. Um, they're locked in their contract till 2020, though, so they're not going anywhere for a while. So there um, you go. But they better start using it better because they're bitching about unfair treatment and then now they're cheating and, you know, uh, they haven't, Devin Gable and Root haven't had a good matches actually. This was really yeah. not one of them because it was too reliant on the, the, you know, the whole them cheating. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I then thought, they lose. Yeah, there, oh, was a, there was a big misopportunity where when when the revival put their foot in there, like Corey Graves literally, I, I don't know, there's just, it's a weird thing to single out, but I thought there was a there was a moment where you know, the whole thing of them getting the rematch was about uh, Bobby Roode's foot being under the rope. And and Corey Graves said, you know, foot's being under the rope, that's irrelevant. And then the other two commentators just, like, said nothing about it. It was like, hello? He j- That was like, you know, he just fed you that. That's a softball. That's the whole reason this fucking match is happening is because of foot under the ropes. Right. And yeah, just no, said nothing about it. Yeah, the whole narrative of them is just confusing because they're heels, so I guess they're supposed to be hypocritical, but, um... Yeah. Well, that, that this made so, them hypocritical. This was like the hypocrisy payoff, this match. Yeah. Although you could argue that Kurt Hawkins had a, had a fast count and that they still are owed another match. So I don't know if it's over or what the Did deal he? is. I didn't really feel I don't think that at the time. Um, not like... I don't. I mean, Corey Graves didn't mention it, but I felt like it was... I don't know. Huh. Um, after the match, Levi will beat down Hawkins. Um, I saw this coming. Zack Ryder runs out. I've been wondering why they weren't taking this whole time. I don't know if this is going to be like they're beating the Revival, if this is them... It felt like to me that they were rejoining as a team and probably feuding with the Revival. Yes, I hope that's it. That's Um, what it felt like to me. But, but, I mean, do they beat the Revival? Like, you know, like, are they going to enter the division now and, like, go move up? 
like I, I you know because I think they could, they could get over with the crowd you know I think Ryder got a, a decent pop when he came out um, yeah I don't know in uh, kayfabe Vince has a really low opinion of Curtis Hawkins not that he shouldn't but I mean you know I don't know if he has a low opinion of him because for a job where you know he has merchandise he's in no, in, in, in K- I said in kayfabe. He literally was like, "Well, you've been losing. I should demote you to a referee." Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's um, his gimmick, so it's like weird. Yeah, yeah. And then we had uh, the women's tag team match next. That Sasha made Maddie tap out. Um, we kind of talked around this promo. I don't know if you have anything else to say about this. I mean, not really. Just you know, they're. I could just say more more of what we've been saying that they're not listening to, so, no. I know, how dare they not listen to our podcast. Well, you know what I mean, we're not the only ones saying it. She just, she, there was already, there was an established persona for Rhonda. And also the whole, no. like, Sasha, her, Sasha sounds like an idiot, like, they both, like, I, you know, I, I was saying uh, the past couple weeks, like, Sasha and Rhonda should everybody should understand why everyone else thinks that they're going to beat them like they're you know taking it personally like that's been the story with Sasha and Ronda Sasha was taking it personally like just like no she sang your praises that's why you're in the position you're in just you know of course she thinks she's going to beat you you think you're going to beat her you can't not understand that yeah yeah yeah. no for sure yeah um Um, yeah go ahead no I was curious to ask you why Oscar attacked Becky randomly because of what she was saying, I guess? But Charlotte was talking at that point. Oh, 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 um, um, I mean, just to get the upper hand going into their match, and because of what Becky had said before that, and because I guess Charlotte was, you know, trying to egg, I guess the story was supposed to be that Charlotte was trying to egg one of them on to attack the other one, I guess. Well, that's what I'm getting at. I feel like Oscar kind of attacked it too early, because Charlotte wasn't really saying enough to warrant that attack, and... You could argue that, you, I mean, do you want the fans to boo Oscar? Like, yeah, I don't know. It was, it, was, it was a weird decision. I like the pull-apart ball. I just would have made it a more mutual, yeah. not attack her behind her back kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I kind of, I, I, I just got the impression like she wanted to catch her off guard. Like, she just used the opportunity to catch her off guard because Becky was actually focusing on Charlotte. Just because they have the match. You know, I, I like the idea of not committing, not feeling the urge to every act has to commit one way or the other. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, Mandy versus Naomi was what it was, kind of sloppy. Um, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Well, how did you feel about Naomi's kind of, she was kind of like pushing Jimmy, was she really pushing Jimmy away after the match? Never. Well, I don't know why Jimmy was like smiling at her. I think he was trying to be like, you know, it's just shake it off, it, it happened, you know, that she lost, you know. Yeah, but like, would he be that way if he lost the match? No, but he's try. maybe she would if he lost the match because she's trying to make him feel better. Yeah, okay. I guess. It just kind of, I see, he wasn't taking it seriously, and this girl was, like, trying to break up your marriage. So, like, I would be a little more, like, I don't know. I just think it as, like, you know, or, he knows the important thing is that they're still together, their marriage isn't in jeopardy, and that, you know, that wasn't really ever at stake in the feud, I guess. So, even though she might feel okay. bad that she lost a feud that was focused on that, their marriage is still hopefully exactly what it was before the feud, so the loss really didn't affect that, you know? I don't know. That's what I got from yeah. it, but it, I, I like to read into things. Okay. Um, Joe versus Ali was good. I like the video package they did. I like that they're kind of recreating what Mustafa Ali was in NXT uh, and 205 Live, excuse me. Um, you know, Chicago police officer. He has a name that people would stereotype him as, but he's above the stereotype. And 
the black and white, you know, video and his promo style. Like, that's what they should be doing. They should be borrowing what worked from other brands within their own fucking company and make it work on the main roster. And they don't do that enough. Well, yeah, no, and using, you know, what's known to tell stories. Like, I like the, the whole thing that he said about Joe's eyes, how he, when he was a cop, he learned to, like, read people's eyes and that whole yeah. thing I really liked a lot, too. And and as yeah. well as just everything you're saying in general. Uh, Joe won pretty cleanly, right? He didn't really cheat to win. Um, yeah, no, he didn't cheat to win. I mean, I really don't know why there'd be another match between them. Yeah, well, you could argue that, that Mustafa Ali could still have been feeling the effects from last week's match with Joe. I don't know. Okay. I'm, um, not, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying you could, hypothetically. So we have Ray and Andrade in the main event. Andrade Cien Almas, excuse me. Oh, um, no, you were right the first time, unfortunately. <laughs> Selena Vega banned from ringside. This was in the main event. I saw when this was starting, and I was like, okay, either it's going to have a bullshit ending, or it's going to go really long, and both were true. <laughs> it did. Because I, did it you did feel go like, very long. Yeah, it felt like it didn't go super long to me. I don't know, I was just on the edge of my seat. I was really happy this was in the main event. I think it sent a message that maybe they are listening. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that this wasn't as good as last week because it wasn't... It, okay, it was phenomenal. I Let me just say that before I, you know, I don't yeah, want to act like there was a, there down, was a botch or two, on. though. There was a botch or two. I'm understanding when that happened, similar to the Pete Dunn-Joe Coffey match we saw. The, the, you know, I oh, think botches when they happen towards the end of the match kind of end to the match-ish in a weird way. I know what you mean, yeah. Um, because they're tired and like it makes sense that mistakes can happen, life TV, et cetera, et cetera. Of course. Um, I think that now I feel like we're kind of entering the Cedric Alexander, Mustafa Ali, Buddy Murphy kind of rhythm of matches where it's the same kind of move though. So I kind of want, I mean, they had some stuff on the outside that was different. Um, the yeah. Ballast, the Powerbomb was fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was awesome. that was one of the, that was one of the biggest spots in a very long time yeah. in, in a singles match, especially on TV, you could argue. Um, yeah. Like, NXT takeover level shit. Um, yeah, which is awesome. And Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio, man, you gotta give him credit. He sold that. I legitimately thought he was injured. The way he was, like, trying to get feeling in his fingers, the way he got up. Uh, yeah. And I knew that the story of the match would be, can Ray continue, and Andrade is gonna keep fighting them, fighting them, and Ray's gonna be kicking out. So, I like how there was a different story being told in it. And the two out of three falls uh, stipulation helped that. So I yeah. like that about it. Um, but there's a lot of Hurricanes, a lot of destroyers now. It's kind of, you know, lessening the blow each week we see them wrestle. That's all. That's like my only. Yeah, it's maybe partial, a little too much partial criticism. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Joe uh, interrupts, causes the DQ, attacks Ray, attacks Andrade, and Randy Orton comes out of nowhere and RKO's it. Um, Gotta give it up to the production team. They always film that perfectly. I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, it really did come out of nowhere. You know, part of me feels like, wow, Randy Orton is like an old-time guy. It's a guy that we've known for a while, and why is he being put over during these segments at the end? But at the same time, you want to build a rumble as a star-studded event, and Randy Orton is a star. And I for you know, forgot he was in it, so they made us remember. He's not going to win. But he, you know, he has a storyline going into it that it could be a third Rumble win, probably with Stumble Steve Austin for the most. So, all in all, I, I'm okay with the way it ended. Um, Randy Orton winning yeah. in the Rumble would be the worst. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. No, no, it's not happening. I just, 
it's funny because you said, you know, Randy Orton, he's a star, and you forgot that he's in the match. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, they, you know, is he a star then? But I mean, he's a star, obviously, but forget. Well, I mean, because he hasn't really been on TV. He's not really been on TV. Right. Since he lost that uh, yeah. number one contenders match. True, true. Yeah. Um, did you like it, or did you not like it, or... Oh yeah, no, the match was it was good. It wasn't, you know, it was it was between the the botch and then the finish. It would just didn't have the chance to live up to what last week was, obviously. And uh, for that reason, I guess I kind of wish that they that last week main evented it over this week, especially. It was all right, and uh, you know, I would have rather if they ended the show with Samoa Joe strong instead of Randy Orton just randomly RKOing him, you know. Yeah. But yeah, um, the Rumble's gonna be, I think, a pretty fun show. Second best this weekend. Yeah, I hope the Rumble itself is booked well. Yeah, both of them, really. But he's um, hoping, I guess. Yeah, and I'm excited. I still can't believe it's here. <laughs> yeah, and yet it is. And then it's WrestleMania season. WrestleMania's going to start taking shape, you know, each new week. Pretty Absolutely crazy. Absolutely well. Pretty crazy. All right, thank you, everybody, for joining us for Wishful Booking. My name is Liam McNulty. You can follow me on Twitter at meupto 11 my name is Jimmy Moorcraft. You can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Moorcraft. You can like us on Facebook at Wishful Booking Pod and email in wishfulbooking at gmail.com. And enjoy the rumble. Try not to get thrown out. So long, guys. Later. Later.